certainly this like um, the strength to be able to channel all this artistic like imagination, creativity, um, be brave to like explore different new sounds and, and, and styles and all of that and develop as a musician and write and write and write and open these personal gates to like let it all flow out of you to, to write music that will connect with people on a, on a real and emotional level. In this episode, I'm talking to Phil and Austin from the indie band Seven Purple Tigers. Guys, it's so lovely to talk to you. Um, and for meeting you as well, yes. Yeah, well. yeah, so uh, who is Phil and who's Austin? He's Phil, I'm Austin. And Austin, okay. I don't know why I thought that might be the case. It's, you look like <laughs> Phil and you look like Austin. <laughs> The, the, the kind of country shirt is giving it a little our, bit away. Our, our parents did an apt job of naming us. Uh, are you family? Um, n not really, but like over the time you grow to be family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. have such an interesting sound. I love it. And Thank and you, you are you. the yeah, and absolutely, and you are the uh, seven purple tigers now yeah, yes. this is a brilliant name for a band <laughs> <laughs> and tell me about this band oh um so i guess uh we can start um with us uh studying completely different things and yeah. um needing some sort of change in our lives um he was doing international relations i was studying law and um we both felt that something needs to change is not quite the direction we want our life to look like and um, we ended up in Krakow in Poland um, for a, like here in Europe, it's an Erasmus year. For him, it was like an abroad exchange thingy. Yeah. And um, although they made me Erasmus by default, so I would have friends. Yeah. <laughs> so, and um, yeah, I ended up there um, planning to start a band, a project, making own music. And um, through similar people, we ended up being in this uh, student band that uh, just covered and uh, it was something where you could just play you know like have fun have live concerts and um it was this day where we had a rehearsal and there was this new kid in the room just a bit shy in the corner and uh everything took a bit longer to set up and i was just starting to play um a zeppelin song as you do as a guitarist right a bit typical love, yeah and like the drummer started coming in, you know, like the basses is joining and everything. And Austin comes out of the corner and starts singing with like a roar. The walls were trembling and everything. Um, so after the after the rehearsal, like um, we connected and was like, yeah, let's um, let's do some music. And uh, we just wanted to like write a couple own songs to see how how that would feel to have own music. And um, we just had a modest goal of like four to six, and uh, we ended up with quite a lot after the year. And we were um, performing there, having shows in Krakow, traveling through Wroclaw and, um, and Warsaw. And that had quite the blast. And after this year, we decided, all right, let's be musicians and do this our oh. you know, yeah. living. So I, I had to go home uh, after that for like a year to finish my uni because I was almost yeah. done. Uh, but we, you know, we kept writing together just kind of through distance, you know, uh, so we were kind you know, we, we were kind of the proto quarantine connection kind of thing, wow. you know, years before that was a thing, but like we, we, we did, you know, still write together, exchange material, um, you know, and work on it. I had like a little studio set up in my room in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And, uh, as soon as I was done, 
Um, I worked for a couple of months to save a little money and then I hopped over here. Um, and I've been living here now for the past uh, over four years. Uh, so here is the south of Germany. In the south of Germany, yeah. Sorry, we didn't clarify. So we we are currently based uh, in the area around Freiburg and Breisgau, yeah, uh, in the southwest. Um, and so I, I hopped over in August of 2017. I've been living here ever since. Uh, in November, uh, around November of 2017, after we'd put some ads out, we um, kind of got the rest of the guys who are in the um, in the band the as band. well. But so, now, but originally you, are you from America? My, yeah, I am. Yeah. So I'm so. from Michigan, uh, from yeah. Ann Arbor, which is a small university town about an hour outside of Detroit. Um, yeah. And Phil, where are you uh, from? I'm actually from Freiburg, so I'm from here. <laughs> oh, you are from there. Okay. Yeah. So um, but your English is, is amazing. I mean, you don't have an accent. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. But now, okay, so you you stepped out of very secure careers or very secure, um, yeah, we, we, would we say professions into... Yeah, well, um, study at least. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, uh, so the music, has it always been there? Is it, are you trained in music in any way? Yain. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, so I, when I was um, in school, I was definitely fortunate enough that my school district had a really good band and orchestra program. Um, and so from the fifth grade up through when I graduated uh, high school, I was part of the orchestra program. I played violin and viola. So, I mean, yes, I got a lot of classical training. What, you know, was I the kid that, you know, took the Mozart home every night and practiced it 30 times and like, you know, no, um, you know, I was the kid that wanted to learn what I wanted to learn and, you know, play it as loudly and possibly wrongly as possible because I just loved it, you know, um, so, but I, I really love that experience and that definitely gave me a bit of a background. Um, in the years since, I have totally forgotten how to read. Um, but yeah, I definitely have a bit of, um, a bit of a classical background, I guess, you know, and in the, you know, in the background, I was learning guitar kind of with lessons and then by myself after. And still in you? I have really, um, zero training. I, I took, uh, some guitar lessons for, for a hot second there, but, um, besides that, just, uh, learning by doing, I, um, I had this little blues club out of, uh, um, outside of a town where I used to live when I was in high school and they brought in uh, American blues bands and um, and musicians twice a week so uh, I used to go there twice a week for years and just like sit in the front row and just try to look at the guitarists what they do with their fingers all these little tricks and uh, and uh, just copy that run back home and just like try these things and then um, played in a lot of bands and, and you know gained experience there and um, I guess this really helps uh, these different backgrounds and like um, feeling music kind of help with us uh, writing yeah. new music because like we have very um, similar yet different horizons of like creativity and uh, how to feel out the next part when we're writing something new and that adds up to this uh, unique three-dimensional kind of yeah. space. Yeah, I'm still coming into it with like a little bit of naivete avoids you overthinking things and I, oh, yeah. I think well 
Yeah. Trying I think, to be kind of tied in that pop rock world, it's, it's best, yeah. So. I'm always glad to hear when somebody uh, says uh, that they've learned by doing, because I've also learned by doing. I'm also a, a photographer who learned by doing, and I, yeah. shoot, I shoot like a cowboy, you know? I just <laughs> I don't know what the rules are, and I just, yeah. I just do my own thing, and I think sometimes it's... It's nice to be in that situation where you don't know what the rules are because I think if you know too much, you you um, I think it it brings a sort of a a barrier a little bit, you know. Where and I think what a great combination that you both are, like you say, from the different a different background in 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 the in the education of the music, you know. So it's wonderful, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it adds up really well when we write together, yeah. so it's great, yeah. So now you write together, you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yes. in in the writing, is there one person who, who writes, you know, the music and one the lyrics, or, or do you combine the both? We used to, st- yeah, um, usually we stick our heads together, and um, yeah. whoever has... Um, something that sparks the creativity of the other gets us going. And um, we we chop in, I, I, we, we, we throw in ideas and we workshop it together. Austin is uh, usually, um, like for example, asked like, okay, what, what could this be about and everything? And, and um, usually I'm thinking of like concepts and stuff and he is the lyrical genius, like a, a poet of like mm-hmm. a rare kind really. Like, he needs like two minutes to write down the most beautiful poetic uh, lyrics that work melodically because that's very difficult not just to write something nice and yeah but also something that works with the melody and then we usually sit down and work on the melodies and the placement of each word even and um, we have already the music but then we go into the music and arrange all these things add all the different instruments all the layers and we very much um, each of us has our own strengths in that, and we, we bring in the most of that, but then the other one always helps with that as well, so it's a very, like... Yeah. It's a very fluid exchange. You Dynamic. You, you flatter me too much. <laughs> I, you know, I, um... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really... I mean, especially with, like, melodies and stuff, where, you know, sometimes I'll have a clear idea of, you know, where I feel the vocal melody can, you know, go, and I'll already start writing lyrics. Sometimes I have no idea, and we'll both, you know, put, like, the chords in a loop or something, and kind of, like, if somebody has something, hum something, a lot of times Phil will have these brilliant, you know, ideas where he'll just hum something, I'm like, that. <laughs> and then I can write something to it. Um, so I do the bulk of the lyrics, but even then, you know, sometimes, you know, he'll kind of do this, like, you know, Paul McCartney scrambled eggs thing, and there'll be one or two that I can fish out, and, like, and that helps me build a sentence around it. So, and with, yeah, we both play guitar. Um, that's our primary instrument, both of us. Uh, so, you know, when it comes to the music, you know, someone will have like a little lick or a little chord set and the other can come in and help flesh that out and and build, you know, more of the song around it. And, uh, yeah, so it's always a very collaborative, um, you know, process. And, and your writing, is it, do you write, what inspires the writing? Is it stories or is it real life experiences or what do you write about? it just depends on the song, but it depends on the song. But I almost started having the feeling that it's almost like a therapeutic session that we're having because it's a very, um, it's a, like a very like creatively intimate space where 
we really only like working together in this there shouldn't be other people in the room or nothing you know <laughs> like we're, we, we create our own little universe for for however long that needs to be and um often just talk about things you know where we're at right now in life what um what you know like bothers us what what is painful or wonderful and just like talk about things and being able to open up about um personal things and then usually um we, we fish something out that right now is a very um i don't know like a like a like a theme that that um that is very big in our life at the point and um we usually try to then um change it in the song in a way that it's not super personal because who yeah. wants to listen to a song where it's like some dude story right so kind of mm -hmm. making it more vaguely abstract that everyone can see their own life possibly in it and um yeah that's kind of how it translates yeah yeah it's having a little bit of like openness and like universality to the way that we approach a topic or that we tell a story so you know there's a version of it you know that you could that we can read that is deeply personal to ourselves but as someone who doesn't know those things reading it you can find something as well and it, it doesn't you know it's not this sort of yeah hyper specific um you know telling of, of a story or perspective on a topic that that shuts other people up from finding something for themselves well, that's, thought, that's definitely a, yeah yeah um, he was I writing think, i think that uh, uh, you know things like uh, lyrics if it's if it's uh, true you know if it's like real life experiences it it's all uh, it can touch more you know because because there are people that can relate to it and i think that is yeah, also very absolutely. important that um that it is like that you know and uh, do you think that uh, during the pandemic and you said um you work together during the pandemic uh, pandemic yeah. And do you think you uh, that made you write differently? Did, do you think it made you think a lot about uh, your future, about the career that you are? Because you made big changes, really, in your careers. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think it made us write more because we had time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think rarely did it kind of, you know, affect the, the topics that we chose to write about or the way in which we, we, we chose to write about them. Because we also didn't necessarily want to write about a current state of events like the pandemic, because yeah. we want the songs to be universal, that they make sense also in 30 yeah. years. Um, but, um, I mean, on a, on a personal basis, it was it affected us a lot, of course. Um, I don't think it was more existential fear than it usually is being a musician. So, really? yes, we couldn't... Yeah have a lot of gigs and that affected the financial aspect of the whole thing a lot on the other hand it gave us a lot of time to like lock ourselves in the studio and just be there for months and write and write and write and experiment and all of that um but I, I i think you could possibly hear it in the in the development as you asked um mostly in that uh we had time to experiment more and find even like find our style yeah work on more. our work on our sound and push it forward i mean yeah i think there's like one song um that we'll be releasing this year that we wrote that just kind of deals with like how weird the passage of time has become um because our awareness of that has certainly been heightened you know because of that i think we all you know <laughs> i think we've all gotten used to just waking up like i don't know what day it is anymore um you know over these past yeah. two years yeah. but i think that's the only place that you know 
you know, that's kind of influenced a certain line of thinking that has made its way into our music. But just, yeah, the, the time that we've had has mm -hmm. definitely been, yeah. Well, uh, a, lot of, a lot of artists say this, you know, that they, that they, uh, it was a difficult time because like you say, there were no concerts, possibility for concerts but that they used the time and um and also you know uh, developed in that sense but do you think yeah. also um that time gave musicians more freedom in the sense that uh you didn't have to uh do things a certain way and you could put your personal stamp on whatever you are doing I'm absolutely. I mean, we try to put our personal stamp on everything that we're doing always, but one has to agree or admit that um, during such a time, you, you really were able to focus only on music, which is wonderful. Because usually you have all this carousel around you of like social media and pictures and making videos yeah. and doing all of this, all of these, you know, like things around the core of music, and you really have to be writer arranger and, and, and the musician and also like recording engineer and mixing mastering mastering specialist and also like booker and designer and, yeah. <laughs> and all of these things combined so it, it it took a lot of weight off of the shoulders in that sense that uh it really gave uh, a, a free road just for for music and, and also for what the art could be because you know if you're in a situation where you're you're playing concerts all the time i mean of course you still write uh you know, but then anytime you, you come up with, you know, you're tacking it on and you want to play it at the next concert and you, you hope that that, you know, fits with what you used to play because that's the bulk of your, your set list. And, um, you know, it's kind of, you know, if you make these huge jumps in, in, in style or something, it's a bit weird if it's like this new song that, you know, doesn't work with the others, but you're still going on tour with it and whatever. Um, so having, you know, this time to just like make an entirely new body of work that, if you want it to be, can be completely, uh, you know, a, a new leaf, a new, a new direction without having to care about what that's being paired with or, you know, whatever. Uh, it, yeah, in that sense, the freedom is, is, is huge. For, yeah. yeah. Really time to really sit and, and do something new. Yeah. Um, and uh, Phil, you touched now something that I also uh, realized in the time that I've spoken to artists is that you know, it's uh, not just about the music, it's this whole uh, promotional thing as well and getting yourself out there and, you know, um, making people know of you. And it's, it is also a side of the job that, uh, that you have to do, you know, write the emails yeah. and <laughs> you cannot just be the creative. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, was that for you as a, as as also from from you know changing to a different uh, career was that also a, a path that you realized that you had to do that you know that, that... Um, that's a good question um i think there was a definite a lot of naivete in the beginning being mm -hmm. like a, a more like you know rose-colored um glass version yeah, of, yeah. Like, being a musician you know we will be artists and you know like in no time we'll be filling concerts hall uh, concert halls and everything and then reality slaps you in the face yeah and especially because um for example like studying law um in my just my personal experience but that to me was a very much um um streamlined um, educational experience where I started feeling okay I'll, I'm gonna be a problem solver 
and I'm gonna have certain tools in my hands and there's like it's like train tracks on which I can move and this is gonna be like that and it was um, a completely different experience with being basically yeah a freelancer as a musician and realizing that um, th there aren't any tracks there's no guidelines but you have to do everything and whatever you fail at will reflect on you know your career yeah. and your ability to pay rent and have food on your table so um, it's not shocking that it happens or that it is like that because if you think about it how else would it be right but um, it is quite um, a lot of work and you have to balance it well with your I want to call it immediately mental health but uh, certainly this positive like um, the strength to be able to channel all this artistic like imagination creativity um, be brave to like explore different new sounds and, and, and styles and all of that and develop as a musician and write and write and write and open these personal gates to like let it all flow out of you to to write music that will connect with people on a, on a real and emotional level and on the other hand exactly be be this like managing person be writing a, all these small business, business owner yeah. business emails and tax papers and, and contracts <laughs> and <laughs> all the time thinking about promotion and like no one cares because you you know <laughs> you're just a grain of sand on a beach basically <laughs> yeah well i mean you know and back to you know the thing about learning by doing it's been a lot of yeah. that in that because you know obviously no one told us that all of this was going to be i i think partially we should have kind of expected that but absolutely you know but, but you know we were we were what we were we were 20 we were in krakow and erasmus and had no responsibilities so our thought was like it's gonna be like the 60s we're gonna get a label and we're just gonna be on tour smashing you know destroying hotel rooms and playing shows and don't have to care about anything and you know cut to six late six years later and we're we're small business owners who have had to learn a lot about not only how the industry works but how to participate in it yourself and, and do all of these different roles and, and how so. to motivate yourself to get you know out of bed which every is day the hardest part and have like these <laughs> huge to-do lists there's no boss above you that you know like yeah. <laughs> a manager but, or anything you got to do it yourself or you'll fail <laughs> so it's been a lot of learning but we we definitely know a lot more than we ago and we're definitely a lot more uh you know comfortable with it and grouped in we, we still want to be man children and just escape to the studio and yeah only be of course 24 <laughs> 7 but uh reality it, looks different reality is a bit different than that so yeah and and you know great question this, though yeah but in this situation it's also a, a very difficult to stay uh authentic you know to stay to uh true to who you originally wanted to be because suddenly you know it's it's all these social media and you 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 doubt a little bit am i doing it right or am i you know will the sound be the one um so i i can imagine that it's uh you know that it's well i hear from from many artists yeah. who saying this this part is really the the part that you never envisioned that you would have to do but yeah. that yeah. it's there yeah but maybe it's so also maybe... a good thing that that you don't know about it before because otherwise you probably wouldn't have done this yeah long. probably like it's it's probably a good thing and uh you just uh, mentioned something that was an interesting thing um it's also like uh hard to stay authentic and like find your way and all this like you know also social media and all these things but then again i i thought lately um if you find um, this like center for yourself being like, okay, we cannot think of the concept first and then adhere to it and, and too much yeah. and, and kind of serve um, 
kind of like cater towards uh, what we see because that's also a subjective perspective, right? And we kind of found for ourselves, okay, we'll do it our way. Uh, we're not the kind of content creators that uh, on social media, for example, that wake up with the phone every day and, and, and stream out of every life situation that we have. And um, our music also has a certain type, but also we found out, okay, but we cater towards a different type of fans as well, different type of people that also enjoy that kind of content that maybe, you know, like this type of music, how we see it, how we feel it, that like the way that, you know, like we have the visuals set up and everything. So over the years, I feel there was a point in the middle where the panic started setting in being like, wow, you got to do all these things now. And now I feel that there's a bit more relaxation in the, in terms of like, okay, yeah, you got to do a lot of these things, but also, if you do it your style and your way, how you like that, it's okay because other people also like it that way. Not everyone wants uh, every musician to yeah. be like. Yeah. There, there's seven billion people on this planet. I think we can take comfort in the fact that enough of them will appreciate the way exactly. that we do things and enough for that to you know to work out yeah. in the end. You know, and that, that gets us. Yeah. Fun. I'm 56 and I just do what I like to do. And, and I just think if somebody likes that too, then, hey, come aboard. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah absolutely. We, could, we couldn't agree more with that. Yeah, that no, definitely. <laughs> but um, <laughs> guys, but you are now, you're in Germany, but you're singing English, in English. Uh, yeah. Do you also, do you also do German songs or is it, uh, or uh, what I was, what wanted to ask is, is it difficult in Germany to be an English band? I don't, we've, I don't think we felt that that's been something that's made it more difficult for us at all. I, I do though think that there's, um, there's a bigger market of course for German music because I mean, it's Germany. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People can understand the lyrics and all of that. So, um, it would be weird if it wasn't. Um, but it's, it's hard to tell really. It's hard to tell. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that, that being said, you know, we're definitely huge fans of a ton of German speaking bands and would love to beat them and tour with them. And, you know, so, yeah. yeah. The, I got to Austria in particular that, I mean, come to Austria. Yeah. Come yeah. and Yeah. That would be great. Oh, you have to tell me when you come. Absolutely. We will. Yeah. Um, Vienna is one of my favorite cities in the world as well. It's, really? It's very special. Mm -hmm. Very no, no. Yeah, you can. You you really have to come and and perform here. Make do a concert here. Absolutely will. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we we super want to. And I think one of Phil's favorite cities on the planet is Vienna. Yeah, so like that's, that would be great. I, very very high on the list of uh, of of wish you know bucket list places to really really want to you know yeah. play often and, and be there. Yes yeah. yes. So. No, but yeah, you know, like also about the question of the German speaking. I mean, since Austin is um, the, the the front man singer and he's from America, like it, it you know, naturally leads towards us singing in English. Because yeah. I mean, you'd have to get out of your comfort zone quite a lot to sing in German. Yeah. And, uh, I I I am very happy just uh, being a lead guitarist <laughs> and background oh. singing. But, so. <laughs> and and do you go back to America to perform there as well? Um, haven't in the last years, no. Um, okay. I go back to visit family, but, um, yeah. But this year we might cook up something, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, the, the, you've got one foot in there. Yeah. One American foot in the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now your yeah. other band, your other band members, 
Um, because the name is is Seven Purple Tigers. So where, mm -hmm. why this name specifically? <laughs> um, it's so. Hmm. We used to be called the PA system. Um, oh, okay. You know, which you know, Phil Austin music yeah. equipment. <laughs> so oh, okay. creative. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and because okay. it was so creative, you know, we weren't the only ones who had thought of that. So um, shortly before we went in to record our debut album, uh, we had to we, think of a different name. We, we found that somebody else had released something under the same name. So we're like, you know, we have this golden opportunity to rebrand ourselves. Oddly enough, um, the two girls that had a band with the same name had a kind of similar back. Yeah, it was kind of funny. They were both like their names P and A. One of them was studying law. The other was studying something else. Can you it remember? Like, right? Yeah, it was kind of spooky. <laughs> Honestly, uh, you know, watching the there because we found this one because you know, at the beginning we we're just listening to their music. They're this sort of like neo soul, neo R and B kind of you know slow jams from the two thousands, but like with a modern spin. At least when we saw them, I don't know if they've changed since then. We haven't checked in, but like we saw an interview and they were talking about their story, and we're like, this is weirdly familiar. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but uh, so we were just trying to figure it out, and Phil wrote like I don't know two hundred, three hundred different band name ideas in his phone uh, on like the you know the little notes app. We basically just picked the one we laughed the most yeah at. we were going yeah because well, we were going through them and what i noticed was because i was drawn to you know names like you know the metropolitan <laughs> or like you know stuff that seemed more like an indie band name um kind of pretentious i guess but you know but like those are the ones i was drawn to but i what i was noticing is that there was like an ungodly amount of them had tiger in them in one way or another. Like there's like blue tiger, <laughs> surfing tiger, silver tiger. So by the time we got to seven per, cause I was like, Phil, what does these tigers do? And by the time, by the time we got to seven, seven purple tigers and it just becomes so ridiculous that we just couldn't stop laughing. And, and Phil's like, no, 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 no. Think about it though. Think about it. Think about like the marketing, you know, angle and think about the way that this looks and think about all of that. I was like, Okay, okay, I will. And then, you know, we were having breakfast like a couple of days after that. We're like, no, this is actually a really good idea. Yeah, I love the name. I Really, oh, when I saw you. it, I yeah. thought, this is brilliant. Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what is it about the tigers, Phil? <laughs> uh, I, I guess it was, um, it's oddly difficult to find a band name, especially when you have to find one, right? If it yeah. comes up naturally, then it's there. Uh, like that, it was, uh, I don't know, like I... I think tigers are cool. <laughs> they look awesome. And um, and uh, it was just, you know, trying to, like, add, uh, combine words, maybe numbers, colors, whatever, to find it. I mean, names like Childish Gambino and all of that seems pretty random or tame Impala. So it's like a lot of these band names have animals or objects or colors or, like, numbers. So it's like, let's try the same and just, like, going through a lot of these and trying to find different combinations. So, like, I guess Tiger was the first animal that I thought, like, oh, that's a cool one. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just it, a bit of a yeah. silly name, but... But it rolls off the tongue nicely somehow. I yeah, mean... no, I think so. I think it's it's a, it's absolutely the perfect name. And I'm, thank yeah, you. It's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like great to hear. Yeah, thank you. And, and, so, it's, yeah. and it's great to, like, have, for example, like, all the purple, uh, the stage in purple or these, like, um, certain lights. lights and not be like, okay, why do they do everything in purple? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so yeah, like that makes us, sense. Yeah, it gives us a color scheme. It gives us a mascot. It gives us some sort of, you know, it, it's something we can anchor a lot of our, our visuals in. We can create a little um, tiger world within that and like yeah. Yeah. people that like that can feel part of that as well. And, you know, like... <laughs> I it's can just, just yeah. I really, I can just think how there's a, there's a really a world out there that you can explore with that name. I mean, honestly, in marketing, it's just amazing. That was a good, Go that on. was a good call. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great to hear. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but now um, tell me, what is, what is now the wish for you for the future? Mm, write the best music possible. Just, just get better and better and you know when, when you're writing so many songs and um every couple songs you write something you're so surprised at like wow did we really do that because mm -hmm. it's such a magical moment when when it just happens it's almost trans like afterwards you almost can't remember where this it's just channeling all these weird ideas out of nowhere and just i think for me it would be definitely like trying to or not trying but that would be the wish you know getting better, 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 and writing the best music we can as humans to like look back many years and then see the development and be, wow, did we really do this? It'd be wonderful that we can, you know, just as we do with our favorite artists when we're in the car or somewhere and listen to these songs, we're like, wow, this is magical, this is genius. How did they do that? That's wonderful. And they've become part of your life. It'd be great to like have that with other people listening to other music as well, our music as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, headlining Reading, Glastonbury, and Bonnaroo would be yeah. push for the future, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> primarily the art and the music, um, you know, but I, I think success yeah. for us mostly is the idea that we can continue to support ourselves living the artist lifestyle and, you know, fulfill that dream of being on the road, touring the world with music that we are super proud of having made. Um, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's what success looks like to us, regardless of how big or small the idea overall is that we are, you know, living that life, living that dream and, and being able to perform and, and making the, and making this work because yeah. I mean, our favorite place in the whole universe to be is, is on stage. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, um, this is the opportunity now to name the stages where you would like to perform because and many uh, people who made wishes on my channel, their wishes have come true. So now's your chance, boys. Oh, Which, oh that's, that's this brilliant. Is auspicious. Um, yeah. <laughs> come on, tell me the stages you want to perform on. Would, right, Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden, Red Rocks, the Royal Albert Hall, <laughs> for sure. We would love just as like a homecoming thing to play the Tower on Arena in Krakow. That would be oh, amazing. wonderful. Um, you know, that would be super, super cool. Uh, where is it that you saw Queens in Vienna? Oh, yeah. Queens of the Stone Age there. There was this big concert hall in Vienna. Um, mm -hmm. Do you know the name? In many concert halls. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Gorillas played there. Yeah, it was a rather bigger one. I don't know, one, one of the really big ones. <laughs> It's the, uh, it's the um, uh, concert house, can it be? Possibly. It was more like a stadium with a roof. Oh, a stadium. I oh, know that, that, I don't know, yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's pick that one but, too. But there, okay. <laughs> but there uh, in Vienna for sure. Um, yeah, of, yeah, I mean, and, and of course, you know, name a popular summertime festival we would love to be able to participate mm -hmm. in. Glastonbury, Glastonbury. Or all of them. Yeah. 
Well, I just hope that um, uh, by that time I can get an interview with you as well before you. Absolutely. Before yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> oh, we will. We would most certainly be, be more than, more than remember, happy. <laughs> just remember, don't forget me. Check in <laughs> from the tour bus, say hello. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but listen, um, just before we go, I just started uh, doing, uh, giving people an opportunity to do a little shout out for their favorite coffee place or restaurant that you have where you escape to, because I think it's nice when, when uh, you know, you support businesses as well. So wh what is your shout out? Give me the names of your... your Can we have uh, a couple? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because there's one in Vienna that... Um, when I visited a couple of times, I absolutely fell in love with was Cafe Kafka. Yeah. That was so special. It was off of Maria Hilfer Straße. Or oh yeah, like that. yeah. Magical place. I uh, I would say we would definitely give a shout out to Alchemia in mm -hmm. Krakow and Echeverria. And, and Echeverria and Alchemia. We would like to thank you once again for continuously liking and following our social media posts and like wow. you're our favorite cafe. So thank you so much for, for always paying attention to us. And that being one of the most magical places in the world. And, Absolutely. And here at home in Freiburg, um, the JC Cafe deserves JC. a shout out for being the vibiest, coolest little hangout in this town by far. <laughs> um, Fantastic. So, but listen, uh, Phil and Austin, this was so lovely to talk to you. I mean, you have such a wonderful story. You have wonderful music. I love your music. And I wish to see you in Vienna very soon. Thank you so thank much. You we, much. We, thank you so much. We love this interview. It was wonderful talking to you. It's such a beautiful atmosphere that you're creating. And thanks for the wonderful questions. We had an oh. amazing time. This was yeah. really special. Oh, thank I'm you. I'm really glad to hear that. And it was so lovely to talk to you. <laughs> okay, guys, have a lovely afternoon. You too. We wish you all the best. See you in Vienna. And take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye.